Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. St. Louis stand up. PYP stand up. I'll explain that in a second. But Deshaun Reed joins us now on the show at... Deshaun Reed on Twitter from the Athletic Govern, the NFL, the Raiders in particular, as well, and the AFC West. But, Deshaun, what's happening, man? What's up, Coon? Congrats, man. You got that, that ESPN money now. You got to show what your name on it. Hey, yeah. You got it going on over there, bro. Yeah, how about it? How about it? So I uh, I, I tried to explain to uh, Brad, who's producing. You just talked to him on the phone. Tried to explain to him, uh, PYP, pick your poison. Some great football minds in that uh, in that group chat, huh? Yeah, man, we talk ball. Yeah, know, real ball. That's uh, what we get doing. Yeah, and I, all twenty-two every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <You grind> it. <laughs> NFL Plus. That NFL Plus subscription is used a lot in that chat. Hey, man, sharing logins, getting it done. You know. What yeah, I mean? for sure. Hey, real quick before we before we dive into Super Bowl Fifty Seven, I do want you to uh, shamelessly plug. You have a new podcast series coming out between the lines. It's it's detailing basically what it means to be black in the NFL. Talk about that real quick. Yeah, so it's, it's really taking the top-down view at the league and essentially laying out you know, how it's failed to handle race and diversity in its, you know, 100-plus year history. And, you know, through the voices of current and former players, coaches, executives, others who've been connected to the league, I, I sort of give them the platform to tell their story and their voice. You know, I think we, right. it's something that, as journalists, we write about it every year. But um, I, I think sometimes, you know, how it affects them as people kind of gets lost in the mix. And so that's essentially what the series is doing. It de- debuts next Tuesday, uh, February 14th, on the Athletic Football Show. And, it's going to keep coming out every Tuesday all the way through March 7th. So definitely tap in and uh, give it a listen. I'm excited for it. What, so you have some interviews already sort of that, that, that you've done that you're diving into. Who, who, do, who can we expect? Uh, Danian Tomlinson, Doug Williams, uh, nice. Ron Rivera, Jason Wright, Sandra Douglas Morgan, Rod Graves. Uh, Terry Fono. I mean, I interviewed like thirty plus people, so I'm gonna forget because I'm yeah. talking about it. But uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of interviews in the books. Um, like I said, across all levels of the NFL, um, just to try to be as thorough as possible. We're gonna get a few more done here, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks as we wrap up the series. But yeah, I tried to to cast as wide of a net as I could. You know, even talking to some some fellow media members, you know, Bamani Jones, Jim Trotter, Steve Weiss. So we got a lot of heavy hitters for this one. For sure, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Now, um, Super Bowl 57, Eagles favored by one and a half over the Chiefs. I I hate to leave it open-ended, but I know you'd be good with open-ended. Um, what what are your immediate thoughts on this matchup as we head into Sunday? Yeah, I mean, first thing is dope to have two black quarterbacks facing 100%. off. 
for the first time in NFL history. And also is is nice that it's like nobody is really surprised by it. Like so many of the best quarterbacks in the league are black now, and these are obviously two of the best. Uh, I would say these guys were going neck and neck for for MVP for most of the year before Hurts got got injured down the stretch. Um, so that's the first thing for me. But also it's just the number of interesting storylines that we have, like. Nick Sirianni used to be an assistant um, working under Andy Reid. You know, Andy Reid obviously used to, you know, used to be the, the Eagles head coach. Um, the Kelsey brothers, you know, them going at it. Um, and so it's just all these sort of like little little threads and things that we can, can follow through up to the game. And then the game itself, you know, is shaping up to be a, a pretty good one. You know, I mean, the Eagles, you know, they arguably have the best roster in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, Hurts, I believe, is, is pretty much back to healthy now. Um, and then the Chiefs, you know, they, they've had the best offense in the league all year. The defense has been better. Obviously, they have Patrick Mahomes. Um, both head coaches, you know, have, have been great all year. Um, and the teams have been great offensively and defensively. They run the ball in addition to throwing the ball. The trench play should be good. So, I mean, it's like you couldn't ask for much better of a Super Bowl this year, you know, among the options that we had. And so it is, it's great for the NFL. That's why they, that's why they keep it running. It's just interesting to me, though, because you look at the Eagles and, and we talk about position group by position group and, and you compare it to the Chiefs. They win every position group battle except for quarterback and tight end, and that's two guys. But those two guys on the Chiefs are the great equalizer. And, 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 and the fact that those two guys in their sort of um, in their roles just being two singular guys, a duo, can completely shift how we view team versus team in this matchup. Yeah, especially given Kelsey, you know, the, the players are going to have to match up with him. The, the one weakness, you know, or, you know, one of the weaknesses anyway with the Eagles is, is their linebacking core is, right. is, you know, it's all right. Like, it's cool. It's not a, it's not bad, but it's it's exploitable, especially if you're Travis Kelsey. And so if they're able to hunt that matchup and also the Eagles, you know, don't stop the run that well, they've gotten better since they added Limbaugh, Joseph, and, and Sue. Um, but, but for a team like the Chiefs that have that, that offensive line that specializes in, in running the ball, um, they could have some success there, and so while while I do agree the Eagles, you know, they have the better team and they should be favored, and, and I believe they will be all the way through the start of the game. But mm-hmm. the Chiefs have those mismatches yep. that they could create to, that could potentially be the difference in a close game, which I think is going to be close. And typically, if you're telling me we're going down to the wire, a situation where you know you need one of those last minute drives to win it, it's pretty hard to to bet against Patrick yep. Mahomes. I mean, we've seen him rise to the occasion over and over, bum ankle and all. Um, he should be a little bit healthier. Um, you know, with the two-week layover since the championship round. Obviously, the Eagles have a hell of a pass rush. They're going to be getting after him and, and testing his limits there. But, um, you know, as long as he's able to stay upright and, and stay healthy for, for the game, well, you would think that he'd, he'd be capable of, of making a play down stretch if he needs to. Well, as long as he can be able, I understand that. But do you think that the, the Chiefs O-line is going to be able to keep those guys, those pass rushes off? Hassan Reddick has like 12 and a half sacks in the last eight weeks. He's going to be going against the weak link of that offensive line. And Andrew Wiley... We know Josh Sweat. They got the two guys in the middle who can pass rush, Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox. Like, what Do you think that the Chiefs O-line can keep Patrick Mahomes clean where other teams that have played the Eagles all year have not been able to do that? I think the interior of their offensive line shouldn't really have an issue. I think the tackles is where it gets a little shaky. I mean, Orlando Brown has been, been fine for most of the year, but he can get got, you know what I mean? And yeah. Obviously, you know, Mike Rimmers, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you know, it's going to be a bad bad matchup for them at right tackle, no matter what they do. Um, but I do think something that they'll lean on and something that they've really done all year, regardless of who they matched up with, is use some of those heavier personnel sets, mm-hmm. um, you know, 12 personnel, 13 personnel, getting some extra tight ends out there. 
And Kelsey allows them to do that without really limiting their passing game because he's basically a receiver. You know what I mean? So, like, if they need to chip, add some chip help and bring in some tight ends for some additional blocking, they can still have a pretty dynamic, you know, passing offense, you know, through the air. Um, but the, I guess really the biggest thing with that is for the Chiefs is their their health at wide receiver. You know, yeah. like they don't they don't have the transcendent talent of Tyree Kill anymore, but they have a pretty solid receiving core. But you know, when they have, I think they have three or four guys that are injured right now. Like if one or two of those guys can't go or they aren't themselves, then it might get a little bit trickier to stay out there in those twelve personnel and thirteen personnel sets because the Eagles' you know, secondary is incredible. And yeah. so, even Kelsey isn't going to get open every single play. And so there's going to have to be some other guys that, that are able to, you know, create some plays in, in the passing game. And, you know, with those tackles, that could be an issue on some plays. You know, they may have to get get out of it, you know, pretty quick and dump it off to a running back and, and have them try to create after the, the catch. And so I think it's something they're going to have to manage throughout the game. Like, they can't go one-on-one and try to slow down this Eagles pass rush. Like, I, yeah. I think if they try to do that, it's going to look like that Bucks Super Bowl yeah. a few years ago. Right. But, you know, I think they've grown um, a little bit. I think Andy Reid has learned from his past mistakes. Even last year when they lost to the, the Bengals, a lot of it was because they didn't run the ball and just tried to drop back and pass every play. And so I, I think they'll, they'll take a different approach in this one. Uh, you know, we'll see. I guess, they, you know, it's always a chance they can go in the opposite direction. But, uh, I think they'll they'll adjust accordingly to try to compensate for that pass rush. So when we're talking about Travis Kelsey, because I think he's obviously the X factor for the for the Chiefs because of Patrick Mahomes and his just brain trust and what they've been able to do, whether it's in scramble drill from the pocket, whatever it may be. Wh- who do you think the Eagles should match up with him most times? Like, how, how do you think they should go about it? I know that you know we we can't talk about it that simply, but when we're talking third down, man up against Travis Kelsey, who's that guy for the Eagles that that you think should draw that assignment? It's tough, man. Like you want to say, you know, you take your your top corner, Darius Slay, and have him tra- travel with him, but it, I don't think he's big enough, right? You know what I mean? That's that's the thing. C.J. Gardner Johnson, maybe sort of box safety, who you can yeah. who, who can obviously cover as well a little bit. Yeah, but do you feel comfortable going going single high against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? No, like, never. You know, so it's, it's <laughs> they can try that, but it's just probably you know. I mean, like it's you know, again, just pick your poison to a degree. Like they don't have Tyree Kill anymore, but it, but it's still that. You know what I mean? Especially since they run the ball at a higher level with Isaiah Pacheco kind of coming into his own down the second half of the season, and so. I guess your best bet is to bring down, you know, Gardner Johnson and man him up, but I don't think you can do that every play. Maybe that's more yeah. of a situational thing where on third downs or obvious passing downs or if it gets late and you know they got to throw the ball because they don't have that much time left. Uh, you know, and, and the Eagles do that anyway. They're, they're pretty flexible and they just on the fly on, on defense. It's not like they're just sitting there in the same thing the whole game. Mm-hmm. And so right. I, I think it's going to be one of those where maybe you take your lumps on, on some of the early downs or earlier in the game with not having a great matchup against Kelsey, like if he ends up on a linebacker or something. But in those high leverage moments, I think you have to make sure you get a bigger body that can also cover on him and keep up with him and so he doesn't end up, you know, beating you in the Super Bowl. Last thing before we get your pick, Jalen Hurts this year is going to—I mean, he's going to finish top five, maybe even top three in MVP voting. And he was the big question coming into this year. And there's been a lot of back and forth, like Micah Parsons saying that you know it's not—it's not, it's not Jalen, it's the system, it's all those those talented pieces they have around him, and what uh, Shane Steich and Nick Sirianni have drawn up for him. What have you seen from him? And and do you think any of those sort of discussions have any validity? I think. The thing that separated him this year and where he's made the biggest strides um, or what's helped him make the biggest strides is, is what he does mentally. Because 
just in terms of you know, the physical components, like he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. You know, like he's not, the, you're not even the, fa- you know, he's, he's a talented runner, but he's not the fastest guy. You know what I mean? So like he's not Lamar Jackson on the ground, but where he's been able to beat teams is his ability to, to read defenses, recognize things on the fly, make those yeah. small adjustments, check out of plays. They, they run a lot of zone reads in the run game, being able to make the right read in that situation. Um, you know, obviously in the passing game as well, his decision making, being under, being able to understand all the Eagles, Eagles concepts and, yeah. and work with things on the fly, and and so I, I think that's where he separated himself, and that's something that their the quarterbacks coach. Um, we had a story on the Athletic where he he said he's not a dual threat, he's a triple threat because he beats him with his arms, legs, and his mind. And I yeah. think I think that's especially for me that's that's something that's really cool to see because and I hope he gets more credit for that right. because really with with kind of the stigma with those black quarterbacks who are able to run the ball is they're they you know they don't have the mental capacity they're not smart enough they should play another position you know all these different stereotypes that we hear and and hurt strength biggest strength may legitimately be his mind and his ability to beat you with his smarts and his intellect and and the due diligence that he does throughout the week and so i think he deserves a lot more praise and he's getting for that because we've seen, you know, teams that are stacked roster-wise get dragged down by subpar quarterback play. 100%. You know, we can't yeah. act like just because you have a bunch of good surrounding parts that you're going to win a Super Bowl or you can get to a Super Bowl or win a playoff game. So I don't really think you can knock him at all for what he's done this season and the strides that he's made, especially, like you said, considering all the questions that surrounded him, yeah. how he looked in his, his playoff debut against the Bucks last year. Like, he's an exponentially bigger, better player this year. And you could argue that if he didn't get hurt, you get, get hurt, you know, in that, that week, that late week game that he would have probably won MVP. Right. Year. Yeah. And 16 and three, 16 and three so far this year, yeah. I don't care who's on your roster. That's a good damn team. Now, um, pick wise, what, what are, what are we thinking? Have you, have you uh, decided either way? Yeah, man. Like logic, you know, my head is telling me to pick the Eagles. Like, like I said, I think they have the best roster in football. Um, I don't think they have the coaching advantage, but I do think they have a very good coaching staff. They've been rolling. They haven't had a close game yet in the playoffs. But I got to go with the Chiefs, man. I can't. I can't pick against Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. It is, I, just, I can't. I can't do it. Like I think it's going to be a close game, and you just can't tell me that if he gets the ball down the stretch, that he's not going to go win it. Like it just. It I've seen it happen too many times. Like I, I know the injuries. They have receivers are banged up. He's banged up. You know, they, they got the mismatch, you know, up front against their offensive line. But I just think he gets it done in the end and, and goes out there and gets his second Super Bowl. Brad Deshaun kind of hit us with a bait and switch there, didn't he? I saw what he's doing yeah, there. Yeah, a little bait and switch. Talk, talk, I dig it. It flipped it around there. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But Deshaun, appreciate it, man. We'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. And that is Deshaun Reed. Make sure you check him out at The Athletic, NFL writer, Raiders writer, AFC West writer, and in his podcast series that, that he is – launching come next Tuesday between the lines, uh, detailing what it means to be black and in the NFL. I, I encourage you to go check that out. Again, I mean, star-studded nice lineup list. he's talking about. Doug Williams, yeah. LaDainian Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, he had Ron Rivera. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of guys on there. Definitely go check that out. Now, one thing about this this Super Bowl that we have to expect um, going into it is fireworks, obviously. Um, offensively, these two teams, if, if you, and obviously there was a lot of questions about Jalen Hurts going into this year, if he was going to be able to create those plays downfield. Um, but these are number one and two in explosive pass plays downfield. Number one and number two of creating chunk plays in the pass game. Now, it, it would be a surprise. We've seen Spags pull out his bag a little bit and play some good defense. Did it against the Bengals last week. But I would imagine early, often, and throughout the game, we see some of those chunk plays land. 
I think he's going to use the running backs a lot. Clearly, they're going to have to in this game. Yeah, uh, and they've got three of them that are studs. I, I just, I see it. They're not going to air it out a lot. I don't think if you're the Eagles, do you? Yeah, think they're going to air it out. I, I think they should run the ball. But here's the thing: I think they obviously they'll they'll have their way on the ground. But at some point, what they've done so well this year is switching it up. And Jalen Hurts going into his bag in every single offseason and pulling out more as far as what he is as a passer. Yeah, he's good. You have to use that. And I know yeah. he's been overshooting receivers. He's not been able to do it in these two games during the playoffs. Hopefully that shoulder feels a little to. bit better. He hasn't had to. He hasn't had to. Right. But he's going to have to in this game. Because yeah. the Chiefs offense, is as much as I like what the Eagles can do in getting pressure, mm-hmm. I love their secondary they're going to have to create some explosive plays to keep up as far as the Chiefs' offense is concerned. This can be interesting, though. I mean, this is this is this is going to be a fun one back and forth. When we're talking offensive football. This this should be this the, should the be wild great. thing when you look at their offense, the Eagles. I mean, it is so deep. The receivers with AJ Brown and Devontae. They're just loaded. At tight end. I mean, they're loaded up. Yes, they're, they're they skill positions. The the line itself. Yep. They are loaded. They're everything. They have everything And that's why I picked the Eagles. I, I, yeah, I, I'm think, still there. I, I still think people are overthinking the whole game. I really do. Like, the, the biggest thing you've heard, especially in the last two days, is, well, the Eagles haven't played anybody, or they really haven't done anything in the play. Well, they haven't had to. Right. And that's in the regular season, too. Like, you think about some of these games where Dak's not playing. Well, they whatever, talk about you know? beating uh, – you know Daniel Jones and, yeah. and Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson in a, in a playoff game. At the same time, they sm- they killed them. They destroyed them. them. The last game, they didn't have any quarterbacks playing against yeah, them. So, so, yeah, I mean, it, it is they what ran it is. through it. Yeah. And and obviously, yeah. when you compare that to the Chiefs and Trevor Lawrence and right. Joe Burrow, like I get the yeah. I get the thought process. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.